It is Jet Set Breakfast with myself, Bridget Masinga, on uh, this uh, Sunday morning. Kickstarting your morning off uh, bright and beautifully. We've got a jam-packed show uh, coming up for you today. That was, uh, of course, the big fat juicy Nakane with the new Brighton. He's been uh, living abroad for the last couple of years. Last time I saw him, I think, was uh, around 2017, 2018. Uh, but he's just living his best, best futuristic life. Uh, Afrofuturism is the name of the game these days, as the cool kids say. So our first conversation this morning with the uh, managing director and founder of PR Trends, Czar, uh, and they are a PR and communications consultancy firm. We've got uh, Nelisa Ngulana. I hope, Nelisa, I didn't completely butcher your last name. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking this whole Nando's debacle that has uh, just come up. Wow, oh wow. It's been an interesting uh, couple of days for the uh, chicken brand. And if you haven't seen the stories yet, you know, Nando's found themselves being entangled in a bit of a situation that was sparked by an episode on uh, media broadcaster Gareth Cliff's burning platform. It's an online uh, platform that uh, is open for all kinds of discussion on politics, uh, as well as uh, social issues, etc., etc. And he was hosting DA leader John Steenhazen and uh, activist uh, Mduzile, who um, was on the... Um, actually, I know I'm going to lambast uh, the young lady's name who was on the show. I'm just going to get my producers to uh, name check it for me quickly. Uh, the young lady who was on Gareth Cliff's show with Jean, uh, John Steenhazen. Um, Muzuli, there we go. Muzuli uh, Rakwavane, and I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing that right. And it was cringeworthy, to say the least. I think from a broadcasting perspective, we all were literally holding on to our seats going, that is not how you conduct an interview. When you invite people to come onto your platform, you allow them the opportunity to speak. Um, It was just... Yeah, it was beyond words. And of course, Nando's being the headline sponsor for the show got backlash, uh, you know, resulting from that with a lot of people calling for the chicken brand to come out, to come out and say their piece, to come out and say that they are against how media personality Gareth Cliff conducted himself on Burning Platform, to come out and say that, uh, you know, they are going to take strong and decisive action against uh, his actions towards activist Muzuli, who was on the show. So we thought we'd invite Nelisa Mulana to come through and talk to us from a PR and marketing perspective as to how how much the brand had suffered as a result of what transpired on Burning Platform. Good morning, Nelisa. Good morning, Bridget, to you and your listeners. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's something that I think (laughs) no broadcaster wants to find themselves in the middle of. A really a heated, heated conversation right now around whether or not one, Gareth is is racist or exhibits racist tendencies. And two, has Nando's done enough as a brand that is, you know, catering to the broader South African community, as a brand that is very vocal on social media, and as a brand that tends to have their finger on the pulse in terms of reacting quick to whatever social issues are happening? 
have they done enough? At this point, uh, we can absolutely say they haven't done enough. And I don't know if they will be able to do enough, primarily because, I mean, Gareth is known for courting controversy. Mm. Um, He's known for uh, really uh, for his views on, on racism and his perspective on that. Uh, which is obviously not, I mean, we saw it in that conversation, mm. that it's, it's absolutely unacceptable. And um, in terms of that association, Fernando is obviously, there's not much they can do there. And I think more importantly for a lot of people, um, knowing that Nando has been supporting the platform for the last five years. Yeah. Um, and throughout this time, we know, you know, Gareth uh, got, uh, fired from idols for similar mm. um, issues around racism and for them to have kind of stuck through with the platform throughout this time obviously it says a lot about the brand and uh, you know what they choose to align themselves with mm. so they're going to have to do a lot of work to undo that damage I'm not sure if they'll be able to do to undo the damage and the fact that they didn't they weren't able to mm. respond quickly um, also says a lot about um, you know uh, the issues internally around how to actually respond to this. Because yeah. normally they would have been on top of it with a tongue-in-cheek response, but they seem to have been caught, you know, kind of like a deer in the headlights uh, yeah. with this situation. Yeah. Let's recap for you know our own uh, refresher and for those who might have missed it, because uh, some people don't live on uh, social media, spe- specifically Twitter, where some of these things unfold. We've actually got a clip of the interview conducted by Gareth Cliff, um, where you know uh, DA leader John Steenhuizen was on the panel, as well as community activist uh, Mudzuli Rakwevani was also part of uh, the panelists of guests. I'm sure that there are 100,000 people who are going to sleep tonight worrying about where their next meal is coming from and about five people who are worried about the hideous racism that's up. Anyway, I think we'll that's move. a bit, I'm sorry, I must interject at that point. Let's see, if, let's see, if it gets tested, I don't think that many people are interested. In fact, the IRR has shown us endless reports of people who say that racism is at the bottom of their list of priorities and concerns. Their biggest we obviously priority don't are... experience the kind of racism that I experience on a daily basis. Okay. So to say well, that well, something that no one cares you're, you're, about, you're, I'm sorry. No, really, your, personal really experience, your personal experience is completely mm-hmm. anecdotal and unimportant to all of us. Oh, sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that you think that the experience yep. of a black woman in this country is yes. unimportant I'm not, and irrelevant. I'm not interested, Mudzili, I'm not interested in identity politics at all. Nobody really is. They're only interested in themselves, what they can get out of this. The elections are coming up. If you and service a, delivery, service delivery. Please, it's just I'm over it. It's so uninteresting, and and this has played out so badly for people in other parts of the world where they've tried it. I can't believe you're going down this track. No, we Gareth, were we're not speaking about identity politics. Okay, you can proceed with your conversation then. Please proceed. No, no I, I want you to finish. I want you to at least you explain. You don't want me to finish because you're speaking over me. I'm just trying to, this was not about uh, sucking us into a conversation about race, politics, and identity politics. We, we were having a conversation to say that the issues of service delivery are not as important as the issues that people genuinely feel when they, they feel are. like they're being raised. They, raised and then, and what and I'm then, saying to you is don't... In a municipal election, they just aren't. Okay, but municipal elections don't stop the rest of your experience. And racism is structural as well, so it's not like it's, oh, because it's municipal elections and everything else that I'm... Is, 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 is the ward councillor 
of your ward going to solve the problems you have with racism? I mean, I'm in all honesty, climate change. I mean, let's talk about gender politics because it's a municipal election. No, I want the water and electricity and the roads Absolutely. to work. And what I'm asking is for the DA then not to bait on the race issues. Have they not put that poster up? We're not baiting on the race issues. I mean, from just hearing that clip already, you, you know, you get white in the face, all puns intended. Yeah. Uh, it's cringeworthy. It's, it's, it's rude. It's unprofessional. I mean, it also kind of, you know, it slides on, on, on all, kind of like slides all the rules of, of broadcasting, of just genuine and respectful engagement, yes. right? Um, you know, I, I, I had to, you know, uh, prior to preparing for this interview, I thought, let me just watch the whole thing because mm. I had been seeing the, the snippets of, um, of, of, of the interview on social media as well. And, um, you kind of get that sense from the beginning of the interview that obviously, you know, Garrett is not, uh, is not, uh, is, is, is not objective. He's not kind of, being the mediator, so to speak, mm, in the mm. conversation. And also, I think it's important to also obviously bring out the fact that uh, Muzuli comes from Musimaiman is one essay. Mm. So obviously, there, there was a lot of preconceived um, ideas that, you know, that, that were there um, that would obviously come out during the, the, the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And let's talk, Nelisa, about, you know, in light of, of what we've just heard and in light of what uh, you and I have expressed from, you know, uh, Garrett's conduct as a broadcaster, as the brand now Nando's, who are powering this platform, what is your responsibility in this situation? Should you be wrangling, um, you know, your presenter? Should you be reprimanding to the point where you pull your sponsorship? What is the appropriate uh, response? Because there's one half of thought uh, out there is that, well, Gareth didn't say anything racial. He didn't, you know, he didn't say anything overtly insulting. And the other school of thought primarily coming from, you know, the black consumer and, of course, those who are sympathetic to race relations in this country are saying, but he did. Even though he didn't vocalize the words, he did. And Fernando's to not come out in their statement and directly say, we do not condone racism is in itself telling on where the, the brand is, you know, standing on this issue. Yeah, like I said, I mean, the brand seems like they're floundering in terms of how they've reacted to this. Um, which is very surprising because for a brand that um, you know that uses a lot of satire, that that kind of flies very close to political controversy and that mm. kind of commentary, one would expect that they have a very well thought through um, com- crisis communication plan in place, mm. um, especially in a, in a country like South Africa, where you know one statement might make sense to one particular group and another group might completely um, take offense from mm. it. So one, one would expect that they would be very prepared with a very robust um, um, you know, plan in place mm. in terms of responding to this. And secondly, even in their statement, they mentioned that um, there have been other instances with the show where they didn't, they didn't align with Gareth, mm. so uh, with Gareth's platform. 
So this means that even then, they should have known that this day was going to come for them. Mm. And also, uh, for me, questions the fact that, you know, what part of your values as a brand, as a company, aligns with a platform like that, where you feel like um, some of, you know, what is expressed in that show does not reflect the intention of the sponsorship. Mm. So why do you keep it um, going? Mm. So, and then the last thing, obviously, as a brand, they can't control the editorial of the platform. Um, so obviously for them, it, they, they're in a very uh, difficult position when it comes to, you know, how Gareth decides to hold the space, how the platform decides to kind of bring across yeah. um, the message, which is obviously a very difficult space for any brand to find themselves in because mm. you are, you know, your messaging is in complete control of somebody else who's outside your business. Yeah. And that is perhaps where they're seeing um, the biggest mistake with this at this particular point in time. And, um, you know, five years has been a long time. Yeah. They've been courting the trouble. So walking away is perhaps the best decision that they've made. And yes, you're right. For them to not, you know, kind of be upfront about what the issues are and mm. not being being able to recognize their offense is also, um, you know, a bit um, concerning. Yeah. You know, you should call it what it is, right? Yeah. Um, we all saw it. We're all seeing it. So don't skirt around the issue. They're known to not skirting around the issue. Say it for what it is. Yeah. There's actually an interesting thread that I tweeted out last night by an account belonging to Andrew Fraser at Offness. Um, and he oh, did yes. a whole thread right. about it. And at some point, and I quote verbatim, he goes, the sponsorship of the Cliff show uh, always seemed a bit off brand. And I guess it is because rather than being a strategic marketing communication decision, it was driven by a strong personality within Nando's senior management, likely outside of the comms department. And the slow response is a symptom of trying to manage that dichotomy within the organization. What I can guarantee is that when the X falls internally, it won't be on the person that pushed the sponsorship uh, that will be fired, but rather the poor marketing comms person who has to clean up the mess. And that in itself tells a lot about how sponsorship decisions are sometimes Times made internally. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the people who are responsible for managing the brand's reputation often don't have, um, you know, a get overruled, obviously, by more senior um, executives. Yeah. But when things go wrong, they are then expected to pick up and, and, and do the cleanup. And when you don't do the cleanup uh, properly, you then get into trouble for that. Um, and that kind of, um, you know, yes, I mean, I read Andrew's um, thread yesterday as well. And I, you know, I really felt like, yes, that was spot on because mm. the response was very strange from Nando's, you know, immediately. Yeah. Um, just the way they handled this thing, you can tell that there were a lot of internal issues. Yeah. Nelisa Ngulana joins me on the line. She's the marketing director and founder of PR Trends Czar, and they are a PR and communications consultancy. So well-placed to articulate her professional thoughts on this whole Gareth Cliff burning platform debacle. Um, just as uh, one of our parting shots, Nelisa, in terms of the brand, a lot of people asking Nando's to take uh, accountability for their sluggish response. But w- how much more accountability can they possibly take? They released a full-on statement. They took a 
about 12 hours. They did release tweets immediately. It took about 12 hours to uh, have, the, they said on their tweets, and I'm sort of paraphrasing that they were going to uh, uh, do an internal investigation or uh, debrief. And then about 12 hours later, they released a full-on statement. And a lot of people on social media, particularly Twitter, scratching out 98% of the statement and saying the only thing that matters is the last two lines that read, as a result of Garrett's actions on the 21st of October, we have also made the decision to terminate our sponsorship of the burning platform with immediate effect. So a lot of people saying, all that other stuff you said is not enough. Yeah, so, I mean, the unfortunate thing, obviously, in the short term, you know, the best thing that they could do was to separate um, their brands, uh, was to sever the relationship, well, to be seen to be severing the relationship between themselves and the platform. However, now they have the harder work of uh, winning back uh, the public trust, Mm. which means they will have to do you know, they would have to put some place, some deliberate actions, um, you know, initiatives or campaigns that will play out in the public in order for them to start courting public trust again. It is unfortunately a very difficult thing to win back trust mm. um, once, you know, once your reputation has had a, a hit like this. But then South Africans are also known to be very forgiving and very forgetful, right? Because <laughs> we will move on. We, we will, will move, move on. on. Absolutely. Because that's on. our but other the default. The thing is that we will move on, but we won't forget to remind Nando's every time yes. um, to keep them in check. And that's where you know that the damage has been done and the yes. damage has been done. Absolutely. Nelisa, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, That was uh, Nelisa Ngulana. She's the marketing director and founder of PR Trends Zahn, their PR and communications consultancy, uh, consultancy, talking around the issues that Nando's has unwittingly found themselves entangled in via the sponsorship of Garrett Cliff's burning platform. My big fact, Juicy, is coming right up and we've got a lovely double play for you. It's a local one featuring the muffins and Ami Fuck.